Hi, and welcome to another episode of Raising His Kids, a podcast for stepmoms. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren, a child-free stepmom of one, hoping for an hour's baby soon. And I'm Tony, a bio mom of two and a stepmom of two. We are two stepmoms who, although we live at opposite ends of the world, quickly bonded over how we all deal with the same Karen as we navigate our lives raising his kids. I saw all the stepmom wins. Are those all from your, um, like your other group? Yes. Yeah, so these are from an American stepmom support group and two Australian ones. That's awesome. I added one more that I got on my personal page. That's awesome. <laughs> Cause there's a lot I of just, them. I figured it would just give us a lot of content to talk about without having to do anything in depth. Right. You know, I just feel like our last few episodes have just been so emotional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they really have been. And this is a really good like way to lighten it up. I mean, we could always do like stepmom wins at the end of every like heavy episode anyway. We can. We can. Um I was thinking that like we could um yeah like we could change it up between stepmoms anonymous and stepmom wins. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Especially when all of these started coming through today. I just did a post. I didn't say what the podcast was. I just said, you know, does anyone want to share for my podcast? And then so many people started sending me DMs on Facebook going, what's the podcast? So I just started sending the link out to everyone. And that's why we've gotten a few new followers this afternoon. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I saw that when I woke up that there was like a bunch of new followers, like 10 new followers on the account. That's awesome. Good idea. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, you too. (laughs) We never celebrate. So I always forget that it's even a holiday. We don't do it either. Like I did remember the day before that it was Valentine's Day because I made Big K a Valentine's lunch. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's cute. I feel like he probably cares more than your husband anyway. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. When he came home from school, the notes that I forgot to put in his lunchbox were on his bed and he read them. He's like, oh, mom, I love you so much. <laughs> and then he told me how much he loved his lunch and he was showing it off to all his friends and his teacher go, look, look what my mom did for Valentine's Day. Oh, my God, that's awesome. I feel like I would have been so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, Maybe like not at that age. Well, I said to him, I said, oh, so you weren't embarrassed? He goes, no, you can keep doing it till I'm about 16. Then I'm going to be embarrassed. <laughs> He's got an age. <laughs> that's yeah. so funny <laughs> um, I guess that's that's my win that I have yeah. not really a stepmom but it's a it's a mum win yeah that is a good one do you have a stepmom win to share not really not not a stepmom this week and I think the wins that I've had recently I shared in the last two episodes my stepmom uh, yeah one. but I do have a co-parenting win oh let's hear it <laughs> So it's my niece's birthday tomorrow and that's when Big K normally goes to his dad's for a midweek dinner date. And I sent him a message and just said, hey, it's my niece's birthday. Do you think that you can shuffle your midweek dinner date for another day so that I can take Big K to see his cousin? And he replied almost instantly and said, yeah, not a problem. I'll I'll switch it for Thursday or Friday. So I think it was just convenient. It must have worked with his work schedule. True. Still, though, if it works for you. I'll take the win. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We kind of have a co-parenting win too, actually. Um, Yeah. Last night we, so my husband has to do like this week-long work training in April and he just found out the dates of it like two days ago and we had already agreed to take my stepson for that week, of course. So Mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to take him to and from school. 
So um, I like he couldn't just be like, oh, Lauren can take him. So yeah. um, we texted bio mom and was like, yeah, sorry, like we made the mistake or whatever, but we can't take him for your weekend um, in April. And she was just like, oh, OK, no worries. And we were like expecting like this big blowout thing. So the fact that she just said no worries, we were like amazed and so grateful for. <laughs> wow, that is good. That is a win. I, I just that is surprising because I know what she's been like lately. So like I kind of feel like it's like your situation too where maybe like because she she changes things and then doesn't tell us till the last second so I kind of feel like that had already been changed and she just didn't tell us so and that's why yeah. she's like oh okay no problem <laughs> but whatever yeah I wanted to win. <laughs> her situation changed so she, and she didn't want to then go back and go oh I don't need you to do it anymore so just yeah conveniently <laughs> it's still a win let's take these wins because if we don't take the wins all we do is focus on the negatives exactly I'll take a win wherever I can get it that's why I wanted to do this episode just share some wins definitely we need to especially after last week was heavy and I think the week before that was too oh yeah they were both kind of heavy yeah we we did high conflict step parent and then we did parental alienation so let's lighten it up with some some good stuff I do want a baby update though we've been talking work stuff constantly I don't have a baby (laughs) update well today's not the best day to ask because I was up all night like heartburn got up to pee like three times and she was like kicking like crazy and I was like first I was blaming it on the moon I was like the moon must be full right now right but then I was like oh no it's this baby getting joy out of giving me heartburn (laughs) but (laughs) Other than that, it has been really good. It was bad night last night, but otherwise it's been really good. It's amazing to feel her move in like in my yeah. belly. It's crazy. That's my favorite part of being pregnant is feeling the move. It's crazy. Like it's like not even a feeling you can like explain to people. It's wild. It's crazy, but you're not throwing up anymore. No, thank God. That's over. Um, and yeah, all my negative symptoms are over, except I'm just tired and irritable a lot, but I'm kind of tired and irritable anyway. So we'll blame it on the moon. It was a full moon last Monday and there's a, a last quarter moon coming, I think this week. So that all affects us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we got quite a few stepmom wins. Yes, we did. I love it. I love it too. And I just, I love that everyone's engaging. I, um, Should we just jump straight into them and talk about them? Yeah, we might as well. All right. So I'll read the first one because I know a bit more about it than you do. That's why I wrote my little note there. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) Stepmom win number one. After nearly two years of suffering severe anxiety and PTSD due to high conflict bio mom's abuse, I underwent EMDR therapy. Coincidentally, a week after I had to do a changeover with her, my first in two years, I wasn't a shaky mess and it didn't ruin the rest of my day as anything to do with her always does. I also have finally, after years of helping my husband draft messages, emails, letters, and being aware of majority of the communication between them have taken a step back. I asked him only to tell me what I need to know, schedule changes, appointments, etc., and leave everything else out. It's a boundary I've had to reinforce a couple of times, but so far so good. This mama is at peace just getting to love the kids without all the drama. I love that for her. So do I, considering it was only a month ago that 
Karen abused her at a doctor's appointment. At a doctor's appointment? Yeah, and um, the stepmom wasn't even showing up to be involved in the appointment. She was showing up to provide the doctor with the court orders to make sure that her husband got a phone call to be to join the appointment by telephone because this Karen's got like a long history of not giving all the information. Oh, yeah. I know that's like appointment. And when when Karen walked into the appointment, she saw stepmom there and flipped out. Like it was insane. Um, and so the EMDR that she did, for anyone who doesn't know, is I've eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, which is done like through a psychologist and it's aimed to reduce the distressing emotions associated with traumatic memories, which this stepmom needed to do because she had so much PTSD. PTSD from this Karen being abusive. Yeah, that's really an intense abuse, like not even trying to hide abuse. Yeah. So I am just, I'm so happy for her. When she told me that she had to do changeover, I was like, oh my God, like put your phone on record, like contact me if you need me. Like it was crazy. And afterwards she sent me a Marco Polo because I used that to talk to her as well. <laughs> that's and awesome. she she um she sent me a message saying that it went good she didn't get shaky she didn't get nervous the kids changed over and it was all good so that's an awesome that is awesome I will say that um anyone in a situation like that taking a step back from communication will change your life because I had to do that too um like when we first started dating I was like I told you like in the very beginning I wasn't involved in anything so then he involved me in literally everything and we had to find that like happy medium so I will say that if you're struggling with that um that could change your life absolutely and I was proud of her when she took the step back because she yeah it's not that her husband relied on her to do it but she just helped for so long that he'd become accustomed to her help yeah and then I'd said to her, I said, you need to just stop. You need to tell him you can't do this anymore because it's affecting your mental health. And, you know, I've told you, I've had to do that as well. I got so involved, especially when we were going through court. And then I just had to take a massive step back after that because it was, it was consuming me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you definitely need to do what's best for you and your own mental health. Um, Does the bio mom abuse the bio dad? I'm wondering. She, she does through like message and she tries to be overpowering through phone conversation, but as far as I am aware, the like domestic violence side of things has only been towards stepmom. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And at this doctor's appointment, it was in front of their three-year-old. Oh no, that is bad. Yeah. So, you know, that that stepmom has come a long way. So I'm very proud of her with that one. Me too. Good for her. Do you want to read the next stepmom win? Sure. Um little stepmom win. Like I said, we take them as little as they are. My stepson, four at the time, called me mom. And I corrected him knowing that his bio mom would be upset if he continued to call me that. After reminding him I'm not his actual mom, he looked at me and said, but you love me like my mom does. My heart just exploded. That is so sweet. It is sweet. And you and I have both had moments like that mm-hmm. um, where T had told you that something similar. He didn't call you mom, but he said something similar. Yeah, he's basically said... Um, he said something along the lines of, I'm lucky I have two moms, you and my actual mom. 
Yeah, which so is sweet. sweet. And, yeah. you know, I, I've had that with Big J where he he doesn't like me being, he doesn't like me correcting people when we, we're at things like for school or sport or doctor's appointments. If people refer to me mum, I used to correct them and go, oh, no, I'm just stepmom. And he, he doesn't like that. He's told me to just stop because he actually feels a certain way about people knowing he has a stepmom. He'd rather people think he has two mums than a bio mum and a stepmom. Really? Um, yeah. So it, it, first, it first started happening at an orthodontist appointment. I was taking him to all his orthodontist appointments and they kept calling me mum and I kept saying, oh, no, I'm just stepmom. And afterwards he said, can you just stop doing that? I was like, stop what? Because <laughs> yeah. I thought I was doing that thing and then so I stopped and then when we went to when we signed him up to play football last year and I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast but I know I've spoken to you about it he he said can you not tell them you're my stepmom can you just be my other mom I'm like okay sure and I was actually talking to Laurie about this when I did my interview with her and then I spoke to my husband about it afterwards and I think for him it could actually be that because of the parental alienation that his mum's tried to inflict on him he sees a stepmother in a bad light but because he doesn't see me in a bad light he doesn't want people to know that I'm his stepmom he'd rather people think I'm his other mum because he doesn't see me negatively like the way I've been portrayed I could definitely see that that makes sense it's at least he's like aware enough though like he knows that you're not like a negative influence Oh, absolutely. I, I guess this is a stepmom win. It happened a few weeks ago, but he turned around and he said to me, oh, Tony, you know, I love you. You do more for me than my biological parents do. Oh, that's kind of, it's sweet for you, but it's also kind of sad for him. <laughs> it is, but like he, it just, it makes me feel seen. Like he sees that yeah. his dad's working. I'm the one who's taking him to and from school. I'm the one who picks him up. Even when he's in his mum's care, I pick him up and take him to his extracurricular activities because she won't. That is crazy that she won't. (laughs) Yeah, she just you know she won't and we can't make her so if we want right. him to play we've got to do it and it's it's kind of refreshing to know that he sees it yeah definitely I mean he's definitely at that age too where it's going to be becoming more obvious yeah it definitely helps because he he helps with the little J situation because he sees the positives whereas little J's focused on all the negatives all the time so work in progress <laughs> this one's a little funny one and even the stepmom I can tell that she she knows that she's being a bit of a smart ass. Um, she wrote, when Biomum asked me to send her some photos of the kids and I reply, I can I can do if you unblock me. Hashtag smug. I love the hashtag. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, how can she ask her to send pictures though if she's blocked? Right. It's it's Big K has this um school fundraiser and I can't send links through the parenting app. Oh. So I had to message his dad and say, and he can't send it through Kids Messenger. Why? Oh, inter- you can't send links? You can't send links through Kids Messenger. It's to be I able to protect kids. One of the safety features of it so that kids can't access like pornographic websites or whatever. Sure. So Big K had to message his dad and say, I can't send it to you. So I'll get mum to send it to you. But then I tried sending it and that's when I discovered I can't send links. So then I had to message him and say, well, if you're going to donate, you need to unblock me so that I can send you the link because I can't send it. <laughs> Did he unblock you? I don't think so because he hasn't donated any money. Oh, that sucks. So, 
It does, but it's once again it shows his son what what he's like, right? Right, exactly. Uh, so the next one is I'm a 20 year old stepmom. Started when I was 18. My stepdaughter, after two years, calls me her real mom, and even yesterday says she likes me better than her other mom. It may be a little petty, but her mom is HC, and after all the drama we've had with her, it just feels like an absolute win. All of the doubt is of if I'm doing it the right thing has finally given me something I can say I have been. That is nice. And I don't think it it's is. petty. I, I get the, I get the pettiness because it's like the real mum versus the bio mum. Like I get I get the petty that comes with that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if the bio mom wanted to be her real mom, she should act like it. <laughs> well that's it. And you know, I've made posts about this as well. Like, you know, stepmoms aren't trying to replace bio moms. Right. Sometimes stepmoms are more of a mother than the bio mom due to whatever reason. Like, right. And I don't, I don't even know how old this stepdaughter is just to realize it, but it's just more proof that kids see and kids do realize, you know, it's one of, it's one thing that most step families hold on to is that the kids are going to grow up and realize. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah, I love it. I love all these wins so far. Me too. <laughs> All right. Number five, big win after being a step parent for over 14 years, having my husband told in a psych session about stepdaughter 17 that she loved me and had no issues about me at all, just issues with her parents. The one before, about four years ago, it was all about how she hates me. So when I took a step back, became her friend, but she organized her birthday and Christmas presents, etc. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. And I mean, that's like, Lori from Nacho Kids, that's her whole thing is that yeah. when you take a step back, your stepkids are going to appreciate you more than if you just try to take over everything. Absolutely. And that's that's where I got with little Jay, like taking the, the mum approach with him wasn't working. It worked with right. big Jay, but not with little Jay. And I had to do something and I don't Nacho everything. And that's what I talked to Lori about. I don't Nacho everything, but there are some things that I've taken a massive step back and I only discipline if I have to discipline, like if it's severe enough for me to do it then and there. Um, right. And I just try and focus more on being his friend and that caring aunt, I guess, which is the way you do it. And I think that's why I got that hug last week when he was with us because persistence, six months of persisting and taking that step back. And that was my win last week. Yeah. I mean, it helps. It definitely does. Especially at like 17, you can't, like you definitely can't push that hard. Like teenagers are not going to be receptive to that at all. So um, I know she's been in the picture for a long time. Yeah. Well, since she was three. So yeah, but that's so crazy that she had a four years ago, she had a session saying she hated her. That's crazy. It goes to prove that there's power in stepping back, which I, I recently joined TikTok and I have been bombarded with the same crap that you got when you <laughs> tried to join. Um, I made and one video and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I I posted the video on my Instagram and then I've I've posted it on my um TikTok like a week later or whatever and it was the one about when it might be time to take a step back as a stepmom and so many people are commenting you shouldn't have stepped up if you're just going to step back you're going to teach your kids that you're just stepping out on them or you're going to give up on them my I'm going to agree to disagree with you because yeah. I am not teaching my stepkids that I am stepping out on them or I'm giving up on them. I'm teaching them that I'm not going to force them 
to have the relationship that I think they should have with me. Right. It's just crazy the amount of hate that I got for saying that it's okay to take a step back. Yeah. TikTok is horrible for that. It It is like, it is the worst. It's like all, I I don't recommend any stepmoms take advice from people who are not stepmoms because nobody else can even grasp the concept. All of those people are probably not stepmoms. They're just people who think their opinion matters in every situation. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And there was some horrid bio mums on there going, well, it's not your kid, blah, 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 blah. It's like, come on, you're you're talking to someone who who is both. Like, I can see it from both angles. I'm not posting stuff based on a one-sided opinion. Like, it's why I don't post content every day because I put so much thought into everything that I post and I want my posts to be meaningful rather than just putting out random crap. Like, I I put a lot of thought into what I do and I want it to be valuable like just yeah there's too many crazies out there they're all Karens yeah they all are number six it might not seem like a big win but it was to us after three years of traveling to two different schools my stepdaughters go to school with my bio son and in a couple of years they're half sibling they've always wanted to attend school together and it was something bio mom was adamant to stop from happening once the school principals heard of the custody arrangement they're with us a majority of school days but bio mom wanted them in her local area school for her convenience sounds familiar and she didn't Mm -hmm. care that they had to travel every day they had a meeting together and decided our local schools um, are what was in the best interest of the girls and really fought for them. It's magical to see my stepdaughter eight cry happy tears about changing schools. That's awesome. That is an awesome win. And I actually messaged her back and I said, I can relate to that. And I told her my story of how when we were going through court, Karen decided that she was moving house. She was going to move the boys' schools. When the boys found out that they were going to move schools, they were like, can't we go to school with Big K? And I had even arranged with Big K's dad that if we got it over the line that I was going to move Big K school as well so that they went to the school halfway between our houses. And now Karen was just a hard no. So I that is an excellent win that you just read there because I can 100% relate to it. It's like I told her how I'm now doing three boys, three schools. And then next year when Miss K starts kindergarten, it's going to be four kids, four schools. Oh my God. That's insane. Yeah. That is so hard. It's awesome that the school like got involved though to like figure out what was in the best interest of the kids. Oh, absolutely. And we, when we went for the boys enrollment interview at their primary school last year, they all said to us, why are they not going to a school between the two of you? Why are they not going to this school? Because it's in between both of you. And That's a great question. <laughs> my husband and I just looked at each other and Karen didn't say anything. She just didn't care. She won the school closest to her. And, you know, it's inconvenient now. Like the boys can catch a bus from school to her house, but they can't catch a bus from school to our house because right. there's no direct bus. If they went to the school between us, you know, it would have not only could they have all gone to school together. And it would have helped little Jay's situation out. You know, he's very anxious. He's going to school for the first time without his big brother. You know, if they went to the same school, he would have at least had his little brother there, which probably would have helped with his anxiety. But it just goes back to show that these Karens only want what Karen wants and don't care about anyone else. Exactly. (laughs) And that's very sad. Mm. So number seven is 
I don't have any stories as such, but I have a very positive relationship with both of my stepkids and love them like they are my own. They are incredible people and they make my world brighter every day. I have been very lucky and have never had any conflict with them. They were five and eight when I came on the scene and now they are 10 and 13. I was very apprehensive about becoming a stepmom, but I honestly get so proud of all their achievements and who they will become. That is awesome. That sounds like such a healthy family relationship all around. It really does. There was so many like good, healthy ones in here as well, which I can't wait to read because it just, we've focused so much on all the high conflict stuff lately. So reading all this stuff is just, it cheers me up, especially before I go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome now. I'm really happy for her too. Yeah, me too. Um, So number eight is earlier this year, my stepson 14 wanted to be at the home birth of his brother, but we weren't sure how we were going to make it happen logistically. Well, Bubba Boy held on for two extra weeks, oh my god, until stepson 14 and bio daughter 14 came home. And although that was agonizing, it was so worth the wait. He got to witness his baby brother be born, and he was so amazing through everything. Nothing faced him. The blood placenta adult diapers... (laughs) And he kept telling me how proud he is of me and thanking me and how amazing and strong I am. We have had our ups and downs over the last eight years and a high conflict bio mom who has tried to sabotage any form of relationship I have with him, but love won. And I can honestly say I'm so glad he was home for it. That's a strong kid. (laughs) I can't imagine at 14. Yeah, that, that is one strong kid. And it's like, I spoke about it in, I think it was the Owls Baby episode like big j and big k did not want to miss the birth of their sister oh um, yeah you did. like i wasn't having a home birth i wasn't allowed to but plus i still felt that they were too little but i think if they wanted to they probably like if they realized that they could have asked like i think both of them probably would have wanted to be there for it because they were just smitten with her from the get-go right would you have wanted them probably not only because it my birth was considered high risk so because there was concerns of my uterus rupturing and things like that so I was glad that they were with my mom if if I didn't have the scar on my uterus that I had from big K then and things were going to be basically straightforward then probably I would have been like the more the merrier you know we're not planning anymore yeah I think if so we're not planning any more kids but after the birth I had with Miss K I would 100% do like a home birth and I would love for all the kids to be here I just her about her birth was so empowering that 100% I'd want the kids here if they wanted to be here that's crazy. I can't, I don't know if it's because like I haven't gone through that yet, but I can't even imagine. We, um, kids aren't allowed in like the labor room at all. So we never even gave it any thought because it's not an option for us. But like, I don't even want like my sister or anything in the labor room. I'm like, the less people, the better for me. <laughs> I was like that with my first birth. I wanted okay. no one there. I didn't want to be touched you know, that resulted in a C-section. So when it came to my VBAC, I wanted as many people as I could, which I had my best friend and my husband, and I wanted everyone's hands on me. I wanted everyone massaging me and loving on me. And (laughs) it was a completely different experience. But yeah, if I did it again, I'd definitely, if the kids wanted to be there, I'd definitely let them. That's a pretty interesting. I guess I will be able to talk more on that subject after I have my first one. (laughs) But I can't imagine having to deal with it 
like kids during like while you're in labor I can't imagine even if they're bio kids yeah I think I probably like I I like the idea of them being there but the actual laboring part probably not because I'd probably yell at them for being too loud let's be yeah (laughs) I definitely would I would definitely be like not a good person to kids during labor I think I yeah I'm I'm just not a good person during labor that's just <laughs> I think cranky. that's like the one time that you are like free will to do or say whatever you want because it's in, it's so intense absolutely absolutely all right uh, number nine I loved this one when I read this one my stepson is gay and very into drag and makeup his mother is very conservative I am very liberal A few weeks ago, she actually thanked me for being so good with him regarding all of this. He came out to me first and we go to drag shows and do makeup together. She told me it's really hard for her to understand all of this, but she is trying. And she is so glad that her son has me because I understand and support him fully. She had tears in her eyes as she was telling me this, and it also made me cry a little. I was in shock. She normally hates me, but this was a huge win and made me feel so great. That is amazing. She like got over her pride enough to like thank this person for doing such a good thing for her kid. Absolutely. And, you know, my husband and I always talk about like what we'd do if one of our kids came out to us as gay. And it's so funny because him and I grew up in two separate generations. So he's still very accepting of it, but like his brother isn't and there there's been times where little jay wanted to do dance and gymnastics and he was discouraged by it because my husband's brother's like what are you gay and it's like well so what if he is like he he might like we're fully accepting that he could quite possibly be gay but to us like it doesn't really matter but I'd want to hope that if any of my kids bio or step they was loved and supported on both sides of the family if they were to come out as gay yeah I mean there's really no reason they shouldn't be but you know how people are I think our generation is more accepting you know we're just people love people free love yeah you know we don't see it as taboo we're just like you know two people love each other great okay move on next yeah Our generation is just, like, overall, like, less phased by things that, like, aren't our particular lifestyle, I feel like. Like, my parents are really weird about all that. My sister's gay, and my parents had a really hard time, like, coming to terms with that. And, like, it was just, like, not even, like, an issue for me or the rest of my siblings. Like, I mean, I feel like we all should have seen it, honestly. Um, But, like, the fact that they had such a hard time with it really, like shocked me a little because like I mean they're accepting and they're okay but it's just like who cares yeah yeah we had bigger things to worry about than who other people are marrying exactly um okay so number 10 is stepdaughter nine told bio mom that her twin brothers respected me more than her because I create structure and immediate consequences if he doesn't listen after he was acting up at a dental appointment Bio mom contacted dear husband, I guess. Oh, I don't yeah, actually darling. know what DH means. <laughs> darling husband. Oh, okay. Um, bio mom contacted my husband and said she wanted to speak with us. Of course, I was expecting some type of drama. Instead, she admitted that she needed to stop letting him get away with so many things because it's making him think he can do what he wants, leading to problems at school and elsewhere. She asked what we are doing at our home so she could see and get on board and do the same. That would 
give me an absolute heart attack. I would just be so shocked if Biomom did that to us. Oh, absolutely. That would be a dream comfort. Yes. For me, it would because we've got so many behavioral issues. You know, we actually see less behavioral issues in our home than what she sees. Us too. But it's like, you've got to draw the line somewhere. We can't tell you how to parent. Our Karen has said multiple times, like about all these behavioral issues that T is having, and we never see any of them. So I'm like, he either acts differently with us or she's being like way too hard on him for like his age. And I think he acts differently because we don't have like a chaotic house like she does with her mom. We have like structure and peace. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. But it is also different. You can see behavioral issues in one house and not the other, especially if the care arrangements are limited. Like BK's dad had said that he was seeing issues with Big K's behavior where I wasn't. And now that's kind of flipped and reversed. And I see issues with his behavior, but Big K's dad is telling me that he doesn't see issues in his behavior. So I get that that can sometimes happen, but yeah, if, if it's a constant ongoing thing and you don't and change your behaviors, then you're the problem, not the child. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's like our our like problem, I guess, is that it's different behavioral issues like every month. And she always uses the word behavioral issues. So it's like, and we never see any of them. So I don't know what she's talking about. He's probably just playing her or giving her attitude. I think he's probably playing her because he knows that eventually he'll get what he wants from her. And he knows that's not the case at our house. Oh, absolutely. This one's a sweet one. Number 11. My stepdaughter seen my wedding dress and told me I was looking so beautiful. Also, she calls me mama as she calls her bio mom mommy. But she has been calling me mum lately and has been telling me our bond's been growing a lot more. She even agreed to be my flower girl. Oh, that is sweet. That is so sweet. If we'd gotten married with the kids... I probably would have asked them to be a part of the wedding. And I think I would have been heartbroken if they said no. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. I think that's one reason why we eloped as well. Oh. We didn't want them dictating our relationship or making us feel bad about our marriage. Because it was more, for us, it was more about the marriage than it was the wedding. Right. Yeah, I could see that. That makes sense. That's really sweet, though. Yeah, that one was sweet. Um. So, number 12, I've only ever had wins. How? <laughs> I have been with my partner for three years. I was 29 and he was 43 when we started dating and his daughter was 17. I thought I'd get some kind of backlash from bio mom given the age gap, but it's been the total opposite. She comes to ours for Christmas every year and I can message her if I ever need to. It's great. That's amazing. That's like a magic relationship. Like that never happens. Almost never happens. I know. And normally if it does happen, it's years down the track. Not Yeah. I messaged her and I said, I said something along the lines of like, I'm jealous because my husband and I have the same age gap and the age gap has been an issue for so long. I wonder though, if it has something to do with like how old the kids are when they come into their relationship, because my sister, um, is with someone who's way older. I think theirs is like an 18 year age gap. And she came into their life when the youngest kid was like 18. And their mom has always been so sweet to my sister. So I'm like, I wonder if it's like, because they're not like little kids and they're not like, like they're not going to call her mom or anything like that. 
Like, I wonder if that has something to do with the bio mom's like acceptance of it. That is interesting because that would explain it because my boys were so young because my husband and his ex-wife had kids late. Um, So, and I have always said to my husband that I probably wouldn't even have the relationship that I have with the boys if they were teenagers when I met them. Yeah. You know, I would have missed those crucial bonding years if they were older. So it, it could be. Yeah. I think there's definitely good and bad. Like I always considered myself lucky that I came into my husband and his son's life when, I mean, T was one and not even one quite yet. So like, he's never known life without me. And I see that as like a positive. Um, but then it of course comes with the negative of bio mom wanting to control everything. Yeah. And like little Jay, I think a lot of issues with little Jay is because I came into the picture when he was still so young and he has some memories of his parents together, but he has more memories of his dad and I together. So I think it gets confusing for him. And I think that could also be where the issues are. Whereas I could definitely be possible. Whereas big Jay was that little bit older. So he has solid memories of his mum and dad being together. And, well, Big K, the only memories he has of his dad and I being together are negative. So that's a bummer. But, you know, by the sounds of it, he's working on his relationship with his stepmom. He, you know, came home and told me some positive things. So I was like, great, mate. Like, yeah, <laughs> I want you to have a good relationship with her because, you know, I want you to feel loved and safe. So, And I mean, know. she's going to be a part of his life forever, probably, since they have a kid now. Absolutely. And even if they were to break up, like, she's still the mother of his brother. So, right. Yeah, so might as well um, get used to it, I guess. Lucky 13 is Mm -hmm. I finally realized how much my stepdaughter truly trusts me and confides in me. Someone had to point it out to me because I have always been too distracted on defending my family throughout all of the years that I didn't realize how much I was like her. And it really made me feel so honored and happy. It allowed me to calm down, reevaluate and let go. She has shown that we can trust each other with anything. And that to me is a huge win, especially since we have problems with her being honest in other scenarios. So she's saying she's like the stepdaughter? I think so. There was Uh like a sentence in here that didn't really make sense. So I was just guessing it. Whatever. I'm glad that she's happy and feels that connection with her um, stepdaughter. Absolutely. That is a good win. That is. I feel like, like anything's a good win, even if it's like the tiniest thing. Well, that's it. So number 14 is I had an issue in the beginning with stepdaughter 13 at the time on the spectrum. Never had a mother. She didn't know what to call me. And one day called me, hey, you cringe. She is 15 now and calls me Joy. This morning, her dad got down on bended knee and proposed. So tonight, I'm going to tell her that I'm still Joy, not mom, but she is my chosen daughter. Oh, well, congratulations. Getting married. Yeah, congratulations. That one was awesome. That's crazy that it happened like that morning. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like perfect timing for this stepmom to share her win. All right. So number 15, I caught my stepdaughters four and five telling their cousin on their mom's side of the family that they have two mums and that I am their other mum, their stepmom. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, I love that one. We had another one similar to that one, but I didn't want to cut it out because I felt like let's just share them all. Yeah, might as well. I love that. While I have always been mindful not to step on toes, I have the utmost respect for the term mom being reserved for their bio mom. It was the most heartwarming moment to know that they have adopted that view of me all on their own. That is really sweet. And I agree with that, like thinking for the word mom. Yeah, absolutely. Knowing that they feel that way about you is enough without them having to call 
pojímam. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, they could call you like some like variation of the word if they wanted to, but... All right, next one. Yeah. 17. My stepson's bio mom realized the children are better off in our care, so sent my stepson back to us after the Christmas school holidays. She is finally doing what is best for the children. Only small, but big win in our heart. That is crazy. It's great, though. Like It is. We were just talking about something similar to that before about, you know, sometimes the better mother can be the stepmother. And like we just said, the stepmother's probably still not trying to replace the bio mom. They're just trying to do what's best for the kid. Exactly. That is wild, though. It is wild. Um, Like, for me to give up, like, give up custody of my kids completely, I'd have to be in some really shitty situation. Yeah. Yeah, that that is just so shocking to me that she decided they were better off in her care and just let them have them. That is crazy to me. Yeah. But good. I'm glad that that worked out because clearly what's best for the kids and um, stepmom and bio dad are probably happy too. Absolutely. And, you know, stepson's probably happy too if, you know, if it gives him consistency. Yeah, true. Wow. Good for her. Mm. Um, so 18, every day is a win when my stepdaughters get home from school and they're genuinely happy to see me. When I can see lessons I've taught them in life playing out in real time, my favorite little win is when they remember to put their shoes on the rack. <laughs> but most important is when they come home to me with their mistakes and know that I'm a safe place for them. I love that. That is so sweet. Absolutely. I love that. I always try and have conversations with the kids and, you know, Big J made a massive stuff up last year and I was the only parent who didn't yell at him. His dad yelled at him. His stepdad yelled at him. His mom yelled at him. And I gave him the whole, I'm disappointed in you. And next time you're going to stuff up and you're going to do something wrong at school. As soon as you get busted, can you come home and tell us before we have to find out a week later from the school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I had that conversation with him and he realizes that I'm probably the the safe place that he brings his mistakes to me and goes, I've stuffed up. But I, I want him, I want the kids, not just him, but I want all the kids to come to me and know that they can come to me if they make a mistake. Because I was the rebellious teenager that was, you know, getting drunk and passing out in fields. Me too. Um, I want my kids to know that even if it's midnight, if they get themselves in a crappy situation, that they can call me and I'm going to pick them up and I'm not going to yell at them just then and there. I'll yell at them the next day but I'm gonna pick them up and I'm gonna be their safe person yeah um, my husband and I actually just had that conversation because I was like we're having a girl like I am lucky that like nothing like terribly horrible happened to me because I made some like stupid mistakes because I couldn't like go to my parents and like be like hey I messed up and I need you to help me um so I'm like we have to be those like safe parents for our daughter especially just because bad things happen to girls but for both of them because T's mom is probably not gonna this is just a generalization I don't know but she probably won't be like that safe space for him no and knowing what I know about her I I think she'd be more the authoritarian yes and he's gonna need that safe place yeah my bonus mom highlights include my two-year-old stepdaughter talking to me on her pretend phone at her mom's house asking to give me cuddles first before anyone else her reciting that she's jack jack
Jack Superstar and her listening ears for me and me only. Me and Biomum getting on civil talking terms after two years of hell. Not letting high conflict Biomum get to me and come between me and my other half and not giving up on the idea of a civil co-parenting life. Another win for me, us, was never playing the games that she plays. We never tried to turn stepdaughter against her. We never stooped to that level that she did. And for that, we're so proud. That is awesome. And I'm so glad that's finally paying off for her. Absolutely. I just, I really love the two-year-old stepdaughter talking on her pretend phone. It's like, so sweet. <laughs> I, it, it's so sweet. It's like Miss K has a an old flip phone. It's like one of mine from when I was a teenager. It was Big K's when he was a toddler. But she gets it out all the time and she walks around the house and she's talking to her brothers all day. And, you know, she can call them from her iPad, but she likes to have the phone up to her ear and like pretend she's talking to them. So I was just imagining like a cute little two-year-old sassy like Miss K walking around doing that when I read that. That is so cute. Also, uh, like that she mentioned never like playing the games that Biomon played because that never works out for the better. At least at this point, not playing them did work out, but both people playing games just does not work. Absolutely. And one thing that I want to clarify though is, and VIP Stepmom talks about this, making sure that you do correct the false narrative, but you don't correct the false narrative by bagging out the bio mom. You just correct the false narrative. And it's kind of hard for a two-year-old. Yeah. But as they get older, you know, it is okay to correct them. You know, if you're constantly being told, you don't spend money on me, you don't buy this, you don't do this, whatever, you can correct and go, well, actually, yes, I do. You know? Right. I so, think that's important to do on on some level. Absolutely. And we've spoken about it before. You do it at an age-appropriate level. Right. You have, there's a difference between correcting the false narrative and playing the game. Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, so the next one, number 20, I have dropped stepson's stepsister, bio mom's stepdaughter, at sporting events when her bio dad and her stepmom were working. Oh, and I was also invited to bio mom's wedding. That's interesting. It is. Um, I don't know if I would go. <laughs> I think if we were in a good co-parenting relationship, I'd go for the sake of the kids. Yeah. But we're both in high conflict situations, so it wouldn't make any sense. Like, I can see yeah. how that would work. And I love the dynamic of that, like that this stepmom was able to help out her stepson's stepsister. Yeah, I know. That's like, like some real like co-parenting wins there. That's amazing. Yeah, like that's co-parenting goals. I think everyone wishes that they could have that perfect mesh. Yeah. But but it's okay that not everyone's like that. I need to clarify that. Like, you know, some days I still wish that I could have that co-parenting mesh with all my co-parents, but I know it's unrealistic. So Right. Which is sad because it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> it shouldn't be. And number 21, our last is my stepson is in second grade and loves to tell me all the juicy gossip at school. I think that's so cute. <laughs> it is cute. I love it when I think it was it was last year when Big J started at his new school and he got his first girlfriend and he would come home and he'd tell me who was dating who and who who would kiss and who would hold hands and it was just it was just very cute. That is really funny. I'm like curious what kind of juicy gossip is going on in like what is that eight second grade eight years old? <laughs> um, well that's like six seven here so 
Okay, I think it's seven and eight here. Yeah, so let, yeah. let's just say seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, what juicy gossip seven-year-olds have. Yeah. So. But I am loving all of those wins, and I'm thankful to all of the stepmoms who wrote in just to share some wins with us and give us a pick-me-up after some pretty depressing and full-on emotionally intense episodes. Yeah, me too. I'm so glad that we got so many of them. Absolutely. Power of social media. But we've, we've been recording for over an hour. That's good though. At least we had enough wins to last us a whole hour. Absolutely. So once again, thank you for writing in. Thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever you like to listen. And don't forget to leave us a review. Bye. Bye.